I'm a handshake and tater. I'm a spud with a plate. I'm a miracle that's great day by day. I ain't your average quitter. I don't put up a cough. I'm doing the best I can. The drunk tater. Don't be hater. Hello, America. Hello, Utah. It is such a gorgeous day here in the suburbs of Salt Lake City. And I'm just so honored to be hosting the Path Forward Utah, the Path Forward America podcast put together by Jamie Renda, who owns Brixton's Baked Potatoes in Ogden, Utah. If you have not been there, you got to drive up to Ogden and try those uh, Brixton's Baked Potatoes. I am not paid to say this. She is just a wonderful business owner. She had banners up supporting President Trump. She created the Trump Tater. They go to rallies. This, late, I mean, she's traveled the country at her own expense, standing up for America and standing up for President Trump. So if you are a, a local Utah listener, seriously, grab your family and go up to Ogden and try the Brixton's Baked potatoes because they are amazing. So I say I'm honored to be on this podcast because Jamie Renda, the founder of the Path Forward Utah, has enough faith and confidence and tolerance um, in her heart to work with someone like me, who is not your cookie cutter conservative. I'm a gay man. I am a drag artist. I love wigs and makeup and hair and all that nonsense. But I have a patriot's heart. I love our constitution. I love our uh, right to keep and bear arms and uh, people like Jamie, who is a, a Mormon uh, Latter-day Saint woman of faith and myself, we come together as patriots. And that's what this podcast is all about. If you listen regularly, you'll see that we have so many diverse voices on here talking about politics, talking about coming together and um the only hope we have, ladies and gentlemen, is to come together as patriots and put as many differences aside as we can and move forward to uh, stand up for our Constitution. So um, as a gay man in this movement, uh, the only reason I tell y'all that I am gay is because um, the radical LGBTQIA plus movement has um, taken over the identities of people who are gay and they I call it the rainbow plantation. It's mental and emotional slavery that if you are gay, you have to be a Democrat. You have to support socialism. You have to support pushing drugs on children in the name of transgenderism. You have to deny science. So there are hundreds of thousands of good, common sense, gun-owning, patriotic gay people out there. And I hope to reach them. And if you have a family member, um, let them know that uh, just because they're gay does not mean they have to be a leftist. Whenever I go to rallies and honey, I go to a lot of rallies and a lot of events. And I, I always, always end up speaking with people, primarily mothers who have a gay son or a lesbian daughter or whatever, and their hearts are broken because these people reject them as bigots or hateful religious monsters. And there's just a terrible division um, in many families who have a gay family member. And it's because that gay family member has been brainwashed by the left. They've been told they're a victim. They've been told they're different. And they don't feel that they fit in with the conservative uh, patriot community. But I am here to literally testify in the name of truth and in the name of freedom that the patriot community, and I'm talking about religiously conservative uh, people within that community, are the most loving, tolerant, open-minded, and sweet, courageous, and generous people you will ever know. I used to be part of the so-called LGBTQ community, and I never, ever experienced the generosity, the love, the camaraderie, and the support that I have found within the conservative movement. So just know that there is hope for your gay family member. And so um, I am Lady Maga USA, as in Make America Great Again. And if you want to just maybe send a link to your family member, um, you can visit my website, LadyMagaUSA.com, or you can find me on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube. Just search Lady Maga USA. And I also do another podcast every Friday 
called Happy Today with Lady Maga USA. So if you go on Google and just look up the Happy Today podcast with Lady Maga USA, you will find that podcast. And I dive into the issues that are pertinent to conservatives who might have a gay family member. I talk to the religious right and I, I have all kinds of conversations that just sort of open that dialogue for people who are struggling with the mystery and the issue of homosexuality. We don't have all the answers. And if you are LDS, um, <clears throat> the official stance of the church is that uh, we don't have a full understanding of why homosexuality exists. And it's it's definitely a mystery. But what we do know is that if homosexual people push a dangerous agenda or seek to discriminate, harass or uh, silence religious conservative voices, then we are we are in trouble when that happens. And unfortunately, that happens all too often. But let me just tell a little anecdotal, amazing story. So I have a friend named Valdemar. I don't know that it's the most random name, but I love that his name is Valdemar. And he is an Indian American, Native American uh, guy in Colorado. And he used to be a hardcore leftist, Democrat, gay, whatever. And uh, he he got red pilled. And if you don't know what that means, red pilled means you start to wake up to the lies of the left and you take that red pill and it turns you turns you red. So he was red pilled. And now he's actually president of log cabin Republicans in Colorado. Now, we all know the famous story about the bakery that didn't want to bake a damn gay cake. Like they just weren't comfortable with it. It went against their standards and their private business did not want to bake that cake. So Valdemar actually went to that bakery and just asked him to make a log cabin Republicans cake. He explained who he was. He explained that, um, you know, he's gay and all that stuff. And it wasn't a wedding cake. The cake itself did not, you know, directly, uh, I don't know, promote or symbolically represent homosexual relationships, but he, they made his cake and he went on Twitter and all over the place, taking a picture with these people, a beautiful picture of all of them smiling, coming together. Why? Because Valdemar gave the same love, tolerance and respect to them that he asked for himself. Now I'm going to be sharing something very, um, very ugly, very terrifying, and very sad on uh, today's podcast. A young Iranian man um, in Iran was actually beheaded. Um, I'm not sure what day, but it's very recent. And um, he was beheaded in Iran for being gay. Now, everywhere you go in America, you hear the LGBTQIA++ people talking about discrimination, talking about hatred, talking about language that is violence. They literally say that if you see a transgender woman and you misgender them and you call them sir or ma'am, um, then it, it's a hate crime. And I don't know if anyone has seen the viral video of the transgender man who was, I believe he was in a... Um, Popeye's chicken, something like that. And apparently he felt that the employee misgendered him and he just went on a hysterical, cruel, profane rant against this employee. And the uh, the employees actually ended up kicking him out. So when we talk about discrimination against uh, gay people or LGBT people in America, those are the kinds of stories that dominate the narrative. And it's just ridiculous. And that's why I'm going to share this entire story of this young Iranian man who literally had his head cut off in an honor killing because he's gay. And we'll talk about the reaction to what happened to him and the hypocrisy of the LGBTQIA plus organizations in America who did not even acknowledge that this happened. It's absolutely disgusting. So I want to use my voice and stick up for this poor kid who had his head cut off in Iran. So if you want to call in and talk about this, um, I would love to converse with anybody left or right. Uh, the number is 801-331-8113. Again, that's 801 801- 331-8113. So you can give us a call. I'd love to chat live during the podcast. 
And we're also going to talk about an exciting event coming up in about 11 days here in Utah and a few other amazing, um, amazing things that are happening here in the state of Utah. So I'm honored to be with you today. If you're listening out there, we are united as patriots. And if you are someone who disagrees with the conservative movement, please stay tuned because it's all about creating that dialogue. So God bless America. And once again, that number is 801-331-8113. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. You guys, your customer service and everything, you guys are great. And the commercials talk about it, but I don't know if it really gives it true justice. People need to know. This is maybe the most amazing product I've ever tried. It's so pure. It tastes so good. I'm just blown away by it. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code... USA. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at AVMA. The following are real-life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relieved. They contacted all of our creditors, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one. One easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Hi, this is Brian Hyde. Several months ago, I was introduced to a small Idaho technology company called PureLight that's invented a new type of light bulb that's simply amazing. Their LED light bulbs make all other light bulbs obsolete, and I've actually had a chance to put them to work in my own home. Now, these are bulbs that eliminate odors, including pet odors and chemical smells. They eliminate mold. They eliminate deadly germs, even the tough-to-kill ones like MRSA or E. coli or salmonella. They eliminate smells. They eliminate deadly chemicals from the air, just like a $1,000-plus air purification machine would do, only for a whole lot less with these Pure Light LED bulbs. And you know what? They work as advertised, and they're already being used in thousands of homes, businesses, schools, assisted living facilities, medical facilities, government buildings, and more. Find out for yourself. Go to pure-light.com. That's pure-light.com, the next generation of light bulb. Hey, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Path Forward Utah podcast, Path Forward America. You can call in at 801-331-8113 if you'd like to speak live. So before the break, I was talking about something awful that has happened to a young gay man. And here in America, there are a lot of people who who might think that homosexuality is a sin and that's okay. but I guarantee they do not believe that um, something should happen like what has happened in Iran. And I'm just going to I'm actually going to read this article. It's from getoutspoken.com. What is outspoken? Outspoken is a media website operated by the Log Cabin Republicans. And that is a common sense 
um, organization, a national organization. I'm president of Log Cabin Republicans here in Utah, and it's basically gay people who expose and fight the LGBTQIA nonsense that is pushed forward on the American people um, in our name, so to speak. So um, God bless the writers at getoutspoken.com for writing this article. And um, as we go forward, just keep in mind that this website is basically the only website to actually share this story in the United States about what happened to this poor guy. So let's, let's dive into this article. A 20-year-old Iranian gay man was reportedly beheaded by three men last week in the Iranian city of Avaz, allegedly due to his sexual orientation. So um, an Indian outlet reported that Al-Fazeli Monfarad Farad was uh, granted an, exempt- an exemption from compulsory military service due to moral and sexual depravity, such as transsexualism. His murder was an honor killing after his family found out about his exemption from military service. His half-brother is reported to be among the men who killed him. Now, do you guys understand how how awful it must be that an actual family would be motivated to do an honor killing. And a side note, if you want to listen to my other podcast, the Happy Today podcast with Lady Maga USA, I recently did an interview with Hazem Faraj, a man who left Islam, who left the Muslim faith and deals with um, threats on his life for leaving the Islamic faith. Now, um, one thing that really disappoints me about the American people, and I'm also talking about conservatives, is their reluctance to ever even talk about or mention Islam, Muslim immigration, or the realities of Islamic radicalism. They're afraid to talk about it. They don't talk about it. And it's an elephant in the room. And it's something that needs to be talked about. So that's why I'm sharing this, this story. So um, at 7 p.m. on tu- to this past Tuesday... Um, Alrisa had a phone conversation with his mother for the last time. Then his half-brother came to him, uh, and on the pretext that their father wanted to see him, got him into the car and drove him outside the city. After the murder, the killers told his mother where to find his decapitated body. The mother was hospitalized due to shock following the discovery, according to reports. So um, I'm looking at this kid, his pictures, he looks like he's a pretty effeminate guy, uh, obviously had a nose job and takes his little fabulous photos on on his Instagram. And he's he's young. He looks like a child. So um, the activist group Six Rang in Iran blasted the use of military exemption cards in Iran. So what does that mean? If a sexual orientation is put on a military card, it provides proof of uh, their sexuality, and people can use that as a justification to go after gay Iranian men. Now, I want to talk a little bit about Donald Trump and how it relates to what has happened to this poor kid in Iran. Donald Trump is the first president in American history to stand up at the United Nations and look every nation in the eye and say, we condemn the killing and torture and imprisonment of gay people across the globe. He was in the meeting looking them in the eye saying that. And the mainstream narrative is that President Trump hates gay people. He hates the LGBT community. That is not true. And his ambassador to Germany, Richard Grinnell, who also became his intelligence director, is an openly gay man, a patriot, who is about 10 times more conservative than your average Republican out there. So um, President Trump was aware of what's happening to these people across the globe and other famous leftist, uh, you know, celebrities like Ilhan Omar never mention this. They never talk about this. They're so pro LGBT. They're so quick to stand up for pronoun abuse and language that's violence. But do they ever speak up for these poor people across the globe? And side note, do they ever speak out against female uh, genital mutilation, which is rampant in the Middle East, rampant in Africa, and now rampant in Minnesota and Michigan, where they have a high Muslim immigration population? No, they never mention what's really happening. So let's continue with this sad story. So um, this kid, American uh, LGBT rights groups, 
such as the Human Rights Campaign, which is a deceptive name because they're all about LGBTQIA plus plus rights. They're not about human rights. And GLAD, the Gay and Lesbian Association, I don't know what the, the acronym is for. So guess what, guys? They remained silent. Not a single word. Okay? We have a criminal who resists arrest by the police, and the story goes viral. They are turned into icons. They are turned into idols with candles lit at the foot of their murals. Their caskets are made of gold. Talk about idolatry. Isn't that one of the Ten Commandments, like the golden statue? Basically, so these people are just turned into these these martyrs and these heroes. What about this kid? Not a single word from any of these organizations. I can't tell you how angry that makes me. They're out there talking about discrimination, talking about um, persecution, and yet not one word about what happened in Iran. And the Biden administration um, has attempted to cozy up to Iran in recent months. And of course, the, um, the Biden administration did not release a statement. But which president did release a statement? Which president did stand up at the United Nations? What was his name? Say his name. The left loves to say that. So say his name. Say his name. Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump is the one sticking up for these poor gay people across the globe who are being murdered. My goodness, I just can't even handle it. So this poor kid. Continuing on. So the Jerusalem uh, Post reports Iran's regime has codified the death penalty in its Sharia law system for same sex relations. Got that, guys? Death penalty killing dead because two people of the same sex consenting adults you know did what they want to do and the islamic republic of iran has executed four thousand to six thousand gays and lesbians since the nation's 1979 revolution according to a 2008 british wikileaks diplomatic cable you guys do you hear that four thousand to six thousand gays and lesbians have been murdered since 1979. Now, if you don't know uh, much about Iran, up, un up until 1979, it was basically a free country. You can Google it. Pictures of women with their pretty hairdos in the 70s, living their best life, you know, going to the beach, shopping, enjoying their freedoms. And all of a sudden, the government decided to um, radicalize their Islamic interpretations cover everybody up and um, turned it into a dystopian nightmare, much like they're trying to do in the United States right now, starting with the masks. So if you don't think things can change dramatically and very quickly, since it was 19, up until 1979, people in Iran had their freedoms and now they're living in a dystopian oppressive nightmare. So you should pay attention to Iran. So um, if you want to talk about this, give us a call. The number is 801 331 8113. And I'd love to, uh, to engage and talk about basically anything you want to talk about. Give us a call. Again, I am Ryan, otherwise known as Lady Maga USA. You can visit ladymagausa.com to learn a little bit more about what I do. There's lots of links on there for you to enjoy. So after this break, we will continue talking about this poor young man in Iran who was murdered. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. North Carolina Governor Ray Cooper declares a state of emergency Monday amid fuel supply fears after the Carolina pipeline was shut down by hackers five days ago. The operator of the pipeline confirmed that Line 4, a smaller spur, was running manually to move its existing inventory from North Carolina to Maryland. The Colonial Line runs from the Gulf Coast to the New York City Harbor area and is expected to start up again later this week. Embattled California Governor Democrat Gavin Newsom announced Monday that the state is projected to have a $38 billion surplus in 2021. And Newsom wants to use it to pay California residents money as they prepare to recall Newsom in November. California has the highest estimated debt of any state, with nearly $363 billion in liabilities in 2019. 
Tim Tebow is going back to the National Football League. The Jacksonville Jaguars are expected to sign the 33-year-old to a one-year contract this week to play tight end. USA Radio News. Is a new war with China coming? It's never been this bad, and even Henry Kissinger is warning Americans. Trade, freedom, technology, and war threats against Taiwan. China is a real threat. All this week on Newsmax TV, Grant Stinchfield looks at the real danger of the Red Dragon and why Americans must be alarmed. Stinchfield shows how Trump's policies with China worked and why Biden's are failing. So tune in tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern to see Stinchfield's series, The Dangerous Dragon. Stinchfield tells you the real truth on Newsmax, America's fourth highest rated cable news network on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system. Tell them you want it. Or get Newsmax free on your smart TV. Or tune in on Roku, Amazon Fire, Pluto, Zumo, and YouTube. And millions have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphone. You can too. America is tuning into Newsmax because it's real news for real people. How young is too young for social media? Dan Naraki reports. A group of attorneys general from 44 states have sent a letter to Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg asking him to drop a plan to introduce a version of Instagram designed for children. The letter cites research that showed that social media use could be harmful to children's mental health. The AGs also said that Facebook has a record of failing to protect the safety and privacy of children on its platforms. In a statement, the company responded by saying it had just begun to explore the concept and that it planned on consulting experts in child development, safety, and mental health in developing the app. Former Vice President Mike Pence is keeping up appearances. Tim Berg has more. Former Vice President Mike Pence will be the main speaker at the Hillsborough County's GOP annual Lincoln-Reagan dinner in Manchester, New Hampshire. His decision to speak in the state that holds the first presidential primary is fueling speculation that he is considering a presidential run in 2024. His first speech since leaving office in January was in South Carolina, another early primary state. USA Radio News. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast, the Path Forward Utah podcast, Path Forward America. I'm Ryan Woods, otherwise known as Lady Maga USA, and we are deep in our conversation about Ali, a young Iranian man who was beheaded by his own family in Iran for uh, being gay, and uh, nobody's saying a single word about it except gay conservatives. And y'all, that's why you need gay conservatives in this movement, because we are common sense Americans who will talk about this stuff, along with President Donald J. Trump, who is very aware of of what's happening to people like Ali. So um, uh, some in the Iranian regime have openly endorsed the execution of gay people in their country. So the U.S. and Germany condemn the practice. Now, Who was leader of the U.S. when this was condemned? Donald J. Trump. Say his name. Say his name. Donald J. Trump. So um, the Iranian foreign minister, Mohammad Javad Zarif, responded to the condemning of the uh, killing of gay people and said, our society has moral principles and we live according to these principles. These are moral principles concerning behavior of people in general. And that means the law is respected and the law is obeyed. Come on. Oh, you big jerk. You're killing people. You stood up for killing and murdering people like Ali in your country. Um, I also want to just kind of expose something to y'all. I have extensively looked into Islam and I've been to I've been to Morocco. I've been to mosques and there is a lot of beauty and there's a lot of there's a lot of like peaceful ceremonies and, and really beautiful things about the um, the Muslim faith. So I was really curious and I looked into it. And as I was stumbling across the realities of Islam, I learned about the principle of taqiyah. Now, um, I forget how you spell it. I think it's T-A-Q-E-E-A, something like that. It's called taqiyah. Let me tell you what taqiyah is. Taqiyah is the Islamic principle of fooling the infidel. So basically what it means is you can lie, you can straight up lie to an infidel in order to advance the cause of Allah and Islam. Now, what's an example of that? Let's look at Ilhan Omar, okay? 
She's wearing her makeup. She's out there. She's looking all feminist. She's with Rashida Talib and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and all of her leftist uh, radical nut jobs standing up for things and principles that actually go directly against Islam in the open with her pretty smile with her lipstick, with her so-called feminist activism. In my personal opinion, she is a front for the Muslim Brotherhood using the principle of taqiyah, and I already explained what that is. It's lying to the infidel in order to advance the cause of Islam, and she's pushing, pushing, pushing for more and more and more so-called refugees of the Islamic faith to come into the United States. Now, Sharia law is practiced in certain areas of Minneapolis, which is now Mogadishu. Uh, Sharia law is practiced in vast neighborhoods in London and other European cities. And so she is, do you see what she's doing? She's advancing the cause of Islam while fooling the infidels, while talking directly to the liberals out there, saying what they want to hear, while she um, actually ushers in mass immigration from Islamic countries. Now, if you're uh, if you're a, a Muslim person of faith and you want to come to the United States because you want to escape oppression or you want to start a business and contribute to the United States. Awesome. But quite frankly, if you want to come here, have as many kids as you can live off of welfare in government housing and establish Sharia law in your neighborhood. Uh, uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Not sorry. You are not something that's going to make our country stronger. So Richard Grinnell, who I previously mentioned, he's the openly gay former acting director of U.S. National Intelligence. Okay, once again, everybody, they always talk about Pete Buttigieg, Butt Geek, whatever his name is, about the, oh, you know, he's the first openly gay person serving in the cabinet. It's a straight up lie. It was Richard Grinnell, you know, a hero who I know personally. I've met him on a number of occasions. And like I said, he is. He's a hundred times more conservative than people like Mitt Romney or Liz Cheney or even our governor here in Utah, Spencer Cox. He stands up for the rights of biological women. He stands up against the abuse of children with transgender hormones and injections, and the rest of the Republicans don't. So um, Richard Grinnell stood up against Zarif, the, uh, the Iranian leader, saying the Iranian regime has violated basic principles of the United Nations. UN members should honor the UN Universal Declaration of Human Rights if they want to be members at all. The criminalization of homosexuality pl- plainly violates this declaration. Isn't that funny? Well, first of all, I do not believe in the United Nations. <laughs> the idea of a globalist body deciding what individual countries can and cannot do is uh, it's, it's a dangerous idea. It's basically the idea of the new world order. And, you know, uh, people, I guess, Alex Jones and other conservatives out there who talk about the new world order are um, they're You know, they're they're brushed off as uh radical wackos but let me tell you here i am not a right-wing conspiracy theorist the new world order is being ushered in as we speak and it's greatly in part uh to what's happening in the united nations and so there's an example iran just gets to participate and get a free pass while they're killing gay people at the united nations Uh uh-uh it doesn't work so gay men in iran are forced to adopt methods of coping and survival just to live in their country In a qualitative study published by uh, Sexuality and Culture, Iranian gay men were interviewed about their lives and experiences in a country where their sexuality is punishable by death, death, killing. I can't I can't stress this enough, you guys. In America, the LGBTQIA plus 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 movement is complaining about bathrooms and pronoun usage, while our brothers and sisters in Iran are literally being beheaded. So the interviews in this study revealed that these men suffered traumatic experiences of prison, humiliation, and abuse in public by the morality police because of their sexuality. Many of the men interviewed admitted to traveling across country borders just to date somebody so they could do so unrecognized. As of today, there is no indication of whether the alleged killers of um, Ali will be brought to justice. So-called honor killings in Middle Eastern countries often go unpunished and unnoticed by authorities. Now, y'all, let's talk a little bit about morality police. 
Do we have that here in the United States? Think about it. Think about the masks. Think about the uh, the idea of vaccinations and having a separate section for vaccinated people versus non-vaccinated people. My personal opinion on the vaccine is if you want to get it, get it, whatever. But when it is forced on a population over a virus that has a 99.9% survival rate and on people like me who already had COVID, um, it is it is totally dangerous. So the, the morality police, um, that force is alive and well in our country right now. And I would dare to say that it is just as strong, if not stronger, than the morality police in Iran. Why? Because the president of the United States was kicked off of Twitter, okay? The morality police decide who gets a voice, who does not get a voice. The morality police have convinced us in this country that wearing a mask is an act of moral courage, and they shame anybody who does not comply with the mask mandates. And on social media, the morality police tell you what you are allowed to say, what you cannot say. And if you question uh, the bizarre occurrences in our last presidential election, you are kicked off. So the morality police are alive and well in uh, the United States. Now, when it gets more and more extreme and they chip away at freedom of speech and they, they ostracize and discriminate against people who go against the narrative, what is the end result? Well, the end result is killing. The end result is imprisonment. The end result is financial punishment, shutting down your business, shutting down your ability to um, engage in commerce, shutting down your ability to travel. And then ultimately, if the leftists really, really had their way, no conservative and, and frankly, no heterosexual white family would be allowed to participate in society because they believe in punishment and retribution for crimes that were not committed by any of these white families. So that's my little tangent about the morality police call in. It's it's uh, 801-331-8113. If you want to talk with me um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Islam and gays. I actually wrote an article about it and I want to share it with you. So stay tuned. We will be back right after this break. of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule changing the world one life at a time you guys your customer service and everything you guys are great and the commercials talk about it but i don't know if it really gives it true justice people need to know this is maybe the most amazing product i've ever tried it's so pure it tastes so good i'm just blown away by it Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. At the American Veterinary Medical Association Annual Convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at AVMA. The following are real-life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relieved. They contacted all of our creditors, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one. One easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're 
we're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Energize Health. Awesome and amazing day, friends. It's John and Chelsea Jubilee with Energize Health. You've been hearing our messages for a while. You've heard Wayne Allen Root and his extraordinary testimony of what's been going on. And women, if you have a husband that is struggling or needs a loving nudge, I encourage you to nudge him off the couch and go check out our masterclass on our website, including the amazing testimonials. And these testimonials are just real people. They're not famous or high-level production. This is real people, people talking on their iPhone, people sitting across from their spouse. They share their real story for the past 23 years, tens of thousands of people reversing arthritis, diabetes, high blood pressure, neck pain, back pain, migraine headaches, brain fog, lots of challenging things. Be a beautiful, beloved skeptic. And come check us out at EnergizedHealth.com. That's EnergizedHealth.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. Before I forget, if you are in Utah, guys, May 22nd in Ogden, Utah, we are hosting the the best and most exciting and most creative event ever. It's called the Freedom Fighter Awards. And um, we're featuring amazing heroic people from Utah, from Mary Taylor, the president of Pro-Life Utah, to Greg Hughes, Eric Mutzos, um, Alina Erickson, Kim Coleman, and we're doing it as a gigantic, glamorous, fun party. There are going to be live performances. I'm going to perform live with dancers. Eric Mutzos is going to perform live and play his guitar. And uh, we have other live singers and, and just food and fun and glamour and photo backdrops. So please, please join us. Um, it's $10 at the door, and that gets you a $150 experience. Um, you can go to Utah Log Cabin Republicans on Facebook to see our flyer. And if you want to join us, please RSVP to Utah at logcabin.org. Utah at logcabin.org. That's May 22nd on Washington Boulevard in Ogden, Utah. So mark your calendar and look up our social media so you can find that uh, that flyer. All right, guys, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read you my article um, that I wrote about gays and Islam to wrap up my uh, perspective on this and uh, what happened to Ali in Iran, this poor kid. It's just, it's awful. So I wrote this article. It's called gays and Islam. Yes, queen. So if you attend an LGBT pride parade, you're likely to see signs that read queers against Islamophobia. The stupidity is intriguing to say the least. Let's explore this paradoxical way of thinking with some parallel ideas. To match queers against Islamophobia, mice against cat phobia, alcoholics against alcohol phobia, salmon against bear phobia, diabetics against sugar phobia, worms against bird phobia, fish against air phobia. All of these make about as much sense as queers against Islamophobia. So I'm a gay man, I'm a drag queen, but I am not stupid. So behind my sparkles and makeup, I'm an America first patriot. And as a patriot, I see exactly what's going on here. So does Islam tolerate or support gays? Did they support Ali when he was beheaded in Iran? No. The radical LGBT community seems to think that Islam is great for gays. Recently on the popular reality show, RuPaul's Drag Race, a show where it's like America's Next Top Model, but it's drag queens who compete against each other. Um, a, cont- a contestant wore a hijab, okay? A-, a drag queen, a gay drag queen in a hijab. And it was a red, white, and blue hijab, no less. Probably inspired by that leftist image of the, the Islamic lady in a, in a red, white, and blue hijab. So 
this drag queen wanted to show solidarity with the Muslim community. Well, Jeff Goldblum was a judge. So he gently and politely asked, is there something in this religion that is anti-homosexuality and anti-woman? Does that complicate the issue? I'm just raising it and thinking out loud and maybe being stupid. Of course, he had to de depreciate himself and say, maybe I'm being stupid. So Goldblum was relentlessly attacked for being Islamophobic. For example, New York Magazine's uh, Vulture ran the headline, Jeff Goldblum makes anti-Islam remarks on RuPaul's Drag Race. God forbid anyone question Islam, right? The great religion of peace. I wonder if they would run a similar headline if he had criticized Christians. Hmm. You think they would have made that story if he uh, slammed Christians? If he put a cross in a bottle of urine? If he uh, created a homosexual, Jesus, biblical, whatever? They're, they're always slandering the Christians, but nobody says a word. So let's note how Goldblum did add that he was maybe being stupid. He said that because he knew he'd get backlash. So he needed to downplay the truth. But the only stupidity in this situation was a drag queen wearing a hijab. Okay, so let's take an imaginary quick trip around the world with our gay drag queen in her hijab. We want to be honest and accurate in our opinions of Islam, right? So let's go directly to the countries where Islam is not just the religion, but the law. Drag queen in a hijab, welcome to Saudi Arabia, where homosexuality and being transgender are widely seen as immoral and indecent activities, and the law punishes acts of homosexuality or cross-dressing with punishments of fines, public whipping, beatings, vigilante attacks, chemical castrations, prison time, up to life, capital punishment, and other forms of torture. So drag queen in a hijab, welcome to Saudi Arabia. Yes, queen! Where should we go next? I've heard great things about Afghanistan, where the Constitution stipulates that Afghanistan is an Islamic republic, so it is possible for LGBT people in Afghanistan to be charged with violating Sharia law. Thus, persons convicted of homosexuality are generally sentenced to prison. Yes, queen! So this trip has not been very fun so far, has it, drag queen in a hijab? So maybe we'll skip Brunei, Iran, Mauritania, Nigeria, Pakistan, Qatar, Somalia. Here's looking at you, Ilhan Omar. Sudan, the United Arab Emirates, Yemen, and other countries that killed gay drag queens. Even if they are wearing a hijab, the hijab doesn't protect you. And these are just some of the countries that openly call for the killing of homosexuals. I don't have time to mention dozens of other savage countries across the globe that imprison, torture, castrate, or unofficially kill them. For example, in Iraq, LGBT persons do not have any legal protections against discrimination and are frequently victims of vigilante justice and honor killings, like Ali was in Iran. And across the entire African continent, gays are killed and tortured. Yes, queen! So Iran does deserve an honorable mention here. Many LGBT activists in the United States who adhere to the leftist LGBTQIA++ ideology, they love to tout the fact that in Iran, they have performed more transgender surgeries than any other country except Thailand. Hmm. Why do they do this? It is because they're tolerant and loving, right? No. It's because being homosexual is forbidden. So what happens in Iran? Let's say a gay man is caught kissing another man, which is illegal. So he can face punishment for being gay, or he can chemically and permanently alter his body, losing his biological identity and mutilating his genitalia. So you've acted like a woman, so now you must become one or we'll put you in prison. Do you really think all of those gay men really wanted to be women? Celebrating these forced surgeries in Iran is just another example of the LGBT movement's lunacy. So leftists will argue that most Muslims do not support the punishment of gays. But where is their proof? Are they translating what's being preached in mosques across America? Where is the Muslim float in their LGBT pride parade? Islamists are very good at using politically correct language and legislation to advance their camouflaged goals. The Muslim Brotherhood knows exactly what they're doing. They see that idiot drag queen in a hijab and they laugh as they watch 
him advance their holy cause. They use puppets like Ilhan Omar, who proclaims that she's pro-LGBT, but in reality, she's simply using the Islamic principle of taqiyah, the Islamic modus operandi of lying to the infidels in order to advance Islamic world domination. I've got one minute left, Brian. Minute and a half. Okay. So, and just to be clear, if you ever do see a Muslim float in the Pride Parade, it's taqiyah. Okay. So as you can see, the mainstream LGBT community does not stand up against the real persecution of gays across our, our world, but Donald J. Trump did. Richard Grinnell did. So please consider supporting the Log Cabin Republicans by coming to our event on May 22nd. We are on fire. We went to the Republican um, Utah Republican Convention. We had a booth. We stood up for women's sports here in Utah. We defend biological women. We defend children from invasive and dangerous procedures. So please follow us on Facebook. It's Utah Log Cabin Republicans. And also, obviously, I'm on fire when it comes to conservative politics. You can follow me at LadyMagaUSA.com on Twitter, YouTube, and uh, Facebook. And I would love to engage with you on social media. So please share this podcast um, wherever you're listening. I'm sure there's a little link button and you can share this once it is uh, posted on the website. And please do come to our event on May 22nd. You will have, for lack of a better description, a gay old time, meaning a happy time because gay means happy. So God bless all of you. Thank you for listening. Uh, please check out the Utah Log Cabin Republicans on Facebook. And um, God bless America. And God bless each one of you who took the time to listen today.